Hey there, folks. This is Cody. And this is Cole. And you know what's annoying? Having two different mics. So when you lean into the wrong one, because mm-hmm. we're talking to the audience on one mic, yeah. i.e. the recording, and then we have the other mic, which you're listening to, mm-hmm. Cole, yes. or Cody, depending on who's talking. Um, <laughs> so I tend to lean Wait, into the... <laughs> What is life? Hold on. Uh, I tend to lean into the audience mic to try and like get really loud or like speak at you or speak over you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I realize that's not the one that's going to you. Yeah, no, that doesn't p- track with me at all. Like I have no <laughs> idea if you're doing this thing, and it is really annoying when you do that because I also might have tried to have leaned into the mic. I don't have to lean into the mic, or rather, I gesture a lot with like my head. And, like, my hands as if I'm, like, talking to you. But that's probably <laughs> because, like, I'm a very, like, gesticular person in, like, in person as well. So, like, there's a whole half, like... Is that like, a real word, gesticular? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it can be now. <laughs> but, like, I feel like... God, I hope he's us, all right. I heard us he had doing gesticular these... cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, I'm... Doc, I, I ain't been feeling too good. Well, that's sad because you are in stage two of gesticular cancer. We're going to have to remove your digits and you know, your we really eyebrows. We should set up mirrors for ourselves. That would probably help. I mean, some, we could, I guess, do this like live over Skype or whatever, like video chat, but I feel like that would just be too annoying. Anyway, I think you did have a topic. Yeah, let's this wasn't jump into it. the episode here. Yeah, that was not, <laughs> that's just a note. So what episode, episode is today, this? 15? This is episode 15. Oh, nice. Hopefully. Got it. <laughs> well, it's na- it so, is now. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about, so I feel like everybody has this almost like angel versus demon on their shoulders, mm-hmm. uh, where you're like, you have this desire to be ultra efficient. You want to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to, you know, do whatever I do at work, whatever that is that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're at school, you want to get all your schoolwork done. But at the same time, you have, like, these self-projects you want to do. Like, say you want to learn a language or you want to, I don't know, start this Facebook group where you meet and do your hobbies on the weekends or whatever. Mm-hmm. You want to start a YouTube channel or, you know, whatever your your goals or hobbies are. So everybody has this innate desire. They want to be ultra efficient, right? They want to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Cuz the whole but thing is like you time, need to do things before you die. So like yeah. even if you're the type who's not worried about passing away or anything like that, but like there comes a time usually like in your 20s or whatever where somebody just be- you become really really aware that like, "Oh man, I don't got a whole lot of time left or the time that I have is like because, you know, not that your time is short. It's just, it's not guaranteed. Whoa, man, we are starting on a real dark level. <laughs> but, like, it's not guaranteed, and it's also, like, there's no use in waiting. Like, like how you said, yeah. like, starting a YouTube channel. I was literally waiting to get a good camera and a good mic and stuff like that. And you know what? Like, You know, I'm going to take a no quote sense. from Lonesome Dove here, one of my favorite movies. Oh, hell yeah. Get busy living or get busy dying. Oh, did you or make maybe that up? That's, <laughs> or maybe that's secondhand lions. Either way, it's got oh, Robert man, that really, in it, I think. That really could be Secondhand Lions. <laughs> That's a good movie. Either way, I think it's got Robert Duvall in it. But it's a good quote. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to go ahead and get things doing them now because if you're not doing them, you're just putting them off for what? Yeah. Right? Um. Yeah, so, but at the same time, your time here is short, and I do think everybody kind of wants to leave some kind of a legacy. Mm-hmm. They want to at least know that they impacted the earth, probably. Uh, some people in a bad way, some people in a good way. I mean, Hopefully we're already doing it way. carbon footprint <laughs> style, but, you know, other than that. Yeah, but at the same time, 
with that desire to be ultra efficient, there is the demon on the other shoulder where I think everybody also has this problem where you're like, you know what? I just want to watch Netflix. I just want to sit on the couch today. Yeah. I just want to look at, I just want to pick one Facebook video that seems interesting and then end up scrolling down for like mm-hmm. an hour. Right. So I think there's this desire to be super efficient. And then there's also this desire to lease around. So I think that's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Like there's definitely a thought that comes across my mind that like, man, I've been doing too much. Or, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, there, there's, like, weeks or, like, a week or two where, like, Caitlin and I are on the road a lot, like, back and forth between... Especially, like, when we were living in Conyers. There were, there were like, there was an actual week or two earlier this year where we went down to Milledgeville and then we came back up to Dahlonega and then we went to Conyers and then we went back down... Or we went back up... It was when we were in the middle of the moving process. So, like, there was a lot of back and forth. And, like, when we got done, we were, like, all right. We ain't doing shit for like a week, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. I know like, it sounds when bad. When I drove down from New Jersey, like, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. The next day. So yeah, when you do when you do do a lot, you feel like you need a break. And you know, I guess that's kind of how that's how the work week works for most people. Mm-hmm. You work your forty hours, and then your weekend, you just don't want to do much of anything. Yeah. But we invite you to use your time lazing around to listen to us. And we will work on being ultra efficient by recording something that's going to last at least as far as the digital as far as yeah (laughs) the digital infrastructure lasts now here's the thing like I try to be actually like I don't usually just sit around listening to podcasts actually I am efficient for listening to while you're doing stuff in my laziness in that I usually listen to podcasts while um like last year, especially when I was like I was out of work for a little while, I would play video games while listening to podcasts. Because especially like if I'm replaying an old game, just trying to get achievements or whatever, I don't care about the sound. Like I I would very often play with the sound off. I might be doing that right now actually uh, with a game that I play a lot. But um, it, spoiler, y'all, it's not Minecraft this week. But uh. It's it's like, you know, I'm multitasking in a way that otherwise, you know, like, for instance, like a lot of people uh, not just uh, listen to podcasts while uh, doing work, but like I listen to them while drive, washing clothes, like it just makes it's kind of like just like listening to music. I mean, I guess duh, it is kind of like listening to music, <laughs> I guess, in just a practical sense, but. You know, it just kind of makes it feel like if I'm just sitting around listening to podcasts, I'm like, no, 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 no. This isn't efficient enough. Like, <laughs> my laziness isn't efficient enough. Like, I got I to gotta do multiple things. So, Or at least, like, walk or something. So you're, mm-hmm. like, getting some mileage in, being healthy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So, yeah, we invite you to either laze around and listen to the podcast or... Enjoy however you'd multitask. like. Multitask. Yeah. I, for one, cannot... Some things I can multitask, like I can walk and listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. I could not play video games while listening to a podcast. It would be one or the other. Do you think you could play video games while recording one? No, no. I would either not be contributing to the conversation or I would not be playing the game. <laughs> see, that. See, that's the thing. I can't focus on two. <laughs> yeah. It's surprisingly... <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually... I think I do okay at it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so in this episode, there's that arc that's going over this episode, that uh, theme here. 
but I think we're mostly going to be giving you some suggestions how to waste your time. Oh, yeah, no. Well, we're going to talk I'm, about some of our oh, favorite man. I'm good at ways to time. waste time. Some of our uh, common wormholes that we go down. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused oh, with your worms. Not to be confused are... with your wigs. <laughs> Earworms are the little bits of music that's stuck in your head all day, that little chorus from whatever song. Earwigs are the bugs that crawl on your ears and then that's your ears that blow they up don't actually die. do that. <laughs> they don't. Okay, they're just they they're perfectly bugs. shaped to be a nightmare in your ear. But coincidentally, so are cockroaches, and one is more likely to go into your ears, and the answer might surprise you. But um yeah, See, so I've never had a cockroach in my ear. I feel like they're too big. I haven't either, but I have heard stories of people getting them in their ears, and here's the thing. It's scared and doesn't want to be pulled out, and it's scratching directly on your eardrum. So, shit gets loud, apparently. (laughs) But Yeah, I don't want to hear about that. Now you have our listeners pulling out their earbuds and thinking about that. Oh, not to be confused (laughs) with earbuds, the things that might be in your ears right now. Um, Y'all might pick up on a dumb joke that we were doing before we were recording. Um... But, or I say we, uh, but someone, someone definitely was. So some of the common ways that I tend to waste time, I'm not going to say I'm proud of them, but it is like I was saying earlier, I'll be on Facebook scrolling through and I'll see one video I want to watch and I'll click on it. And after that video is done, I'll just scroll down and end up just watching funny videos. (laughs) What's this next video about? Yeah. Particularly like Fairburn Farms. That guy's hilarious. I'm actually not familiar with the channel now. Oh, man, you should watch him on either YouTube or Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he just does little short videos that are just funny videos. But, yeah. yeah, I end up scrolling through the videos, and then you realize you scrolled through, like, I don't know, 50 or something. You wasted half an hour, and you're just like, oh, man, I was just supposed to watch one video before I got out of bed. <laughs> yeah, see, I I spend a lot of time, especially in bed, uh, just, like, on Tumblr or on not really on Instagram, but just like Tumblr's kind of the same way where like you can, it has stuff to read, it has pictures to look at, it has videos, stuff like that. So it's kind of a variety of content. And like, I will literally spend, especially if I like wake up early in the morning, uh, which has been happening a lot more lately, but like in the past, I would wake up at like, oh, it's like nine o'clock, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. Or like, I wake up like a few hours before I have to go to work. I'm like, that's that's neat. I can like get up and do stuff. And then I actually just sit in bed and like scroll on Tumblr for ages. And then <laughs> I wind up falling back asleep. And then I'm like, wake up. And I'm like, oh, dang, I actually have an hour before work. And most of that is commuting. Time to go. Like, so uh, I have ran into some issues with just sinking time. And I also don't have a very good grip on, like, how much time is passing just in general. I tend to, like, zone out a lot. And uh, as a result, I spend a lot of time just on the Internet (laughs) doing exactly what you're referring to, just scrolling through, just wasting time. See, and there's there's some healthy limit. Like, if I watch one or two, I'm like, oh, okay, that was, like, a healthy amount to watch, entertain myself, learn about something, because it's usually, you know, about something I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Um but when you're on it for, like, too long, then you feel bad for yourself. It's almost like if you, like, slept in really late and you wake up, you're like, oh, man, I wasted half a day or something, right? <laughs> well, I don't know if you get that feeling, but I do. Oh, like, if I, I mean, f- here's the thing. <laughs> do all of them in kind of the same motion, and you'll feel real <laughs> bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I feel bad, like, even on the weekends. If I sleep in past 10, I'm just like, oh, man. 
Really? Okay, yeah. You part of my day. You've been more of the get up and go getter of the two of us. That's for sure. Um, Man, when we were younger and I used to spend night at your house. Dude, I just I would like always to wake sleep. up. I would always wake up at like seven or eight. Yeah, and then I would lay there for a while, just awake. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I would just get up and start making cereal, and I'd be like, uh, "He'll get up eventually." I'd, ha- I'd hang out with your your parents. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's and after a while, I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm glad that he started doing that. At least, like, he's spending his time productively." Because <laughs> I usually just sleep through breakfast. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> oh, in these past two weeks. I have changed people all together. I have not been sleeping very well at all. And by that, I mean I'm not sleeping 10 hours in a row. Um, <laughs> in that, um, uh, I may have mentioned previously in recordings that, you know, I've like had issues with like depression or ADD and just like sometimes like anxiety a lot. So, like, I finally went to the doctor about it. I'm just kind of bogarting the uh, topic real quick. I finally went to the doctor about it and I'm on a medication for it. One of the side effects is insomnia, and, like, it's not, like, constant insomnia, as in I can go to bed pretty easily, but I wake up basically every hour, every two hours. I'm starting to get more regular sleep now, at least, like, three or four hours in a row, which, you know, you just wake up. Like, like last night, I only woke up, like, a couple times, but I also went to bed at 8.30 p.m., like, literally, like, and, like, you texted me, like, hey, you want to record tonight? And I was like, nah, man, I'm just a little tired, and I was, like, laying there. I was like... You know, I think I'm going to have a nice evening. I'm just going to chill here in the bed for a minute. I'm going to get up and play a little bit of video games or something. Like, I've had a rough couple days at work. This will be good. And then, like, I passed out. And then I woke up at midnight. And I'm like, oh, man, I've been asleep. Whew. Well, back to go, time to go back to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I like, like I literally, like, and I woke up at 6.30. Like, I got up with Caitlin, who was going to work at, like, 6. And I got up. I made a bagel. I had breakfast. And then I sat there and I was like, I just don't know what I'm going to do with my day. It is 6.45 in the morning. And I'm not used to being awake this early. Like, people are still asleep in the house. Well, I mean, there was one other person asleep in the house. Most of the others were at work. And I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? I'm, I'm not used to, like, literally, it was kind of that, like, I want to do something productive. But because I'm used to... I'm usually scheduled to, like, start being productive around 10, 11, 12, right? So I'm ahead of schedule by a lot. And I went through Tumblr. I went through Instagram. I went through Facebook. I went through Snapchat, and I, like, I ran out of content. And I'm, like, going through YouTube for a little while. I'm like, well, I mean, I kind of watched the videos I wanted to watch or some that I could watch, but, like, they weren't really high on my priority get, you know, get shit done list as far as, like, I literally do have, like, a watch list of, like, oh, this show came out today, and this, like, came out. Cool. Like, so I just kind of reached where, like, I was kind of tired of whatever. I was like, well, I guess I could play a video game. I tried playing video games for a little while. And I was just like, man, I'm just really not – I'm not into it right now. Like, I'm just – So you're not taking to the ultra-efficiency ultra too well, though. No. Like, I literally, <laughs> like, could have – like, I have a channel I could be making content for. And I just really was like – but I, I, I want to be lazy. But I want to be efficient. But I want to be lazy. <laughs> like, I, like, I literally that, did that for about two hours. Like I literally laid in bed for two hours. That's also cuddling with my cats. And then I fell asleep again. And then I woke up around 11. And I'm like, all right, now I'm on schedule. And then like I started doing shit. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, but so 
after I wound up started getting stuff done, I did take uh, some of that time. I decided that I was going to do a little bit of writing for our D&D campaign. So I did wind up start doing productive things eventually. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it just took me a little while to get used to it. This has been a very transitional couple weeks for me, admittedly. <laughs> yeah, I kind of have something similar. So, like, typically at the beginning of the semester, I don't know if you really remember it. Uh, you've been out for a little bit now, mm-hmm. but... At the beginning of the semester, before, like, homework starts picking up and stuff like that, you're, like, you kind of, like, prepared yourself to be, like, okay, I need to dedicate my time to doing the homework or whatever like that. So you're, like, oh, okay, I'm setting aside this free time. But before it starts really picking up, you really just end up being kind of lazy and watching YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. what I've been doing so far this semester. <laughs> but but I was actually pretty efficient the other day. Uh, when I didn't have any classes that day, and I got on Creo, which is like a modeling software for engineers or whatever, mm. and I modeled up some stuff I've been wanting to kind of work on, some ideas I had, which I'm not going to tell you. I already told you about the cooler idea, so you know you already got all the good ideas. Yeah, as I'll say, we already you already gave away the you free got ideas. My, my you got to hold on. So. You got to hold on to some of them for yourself. You know, keep yeah, it ace in yeah. the pocket. Uh, but yeah, but how I pass the time usually. I would say my number one uh, offender would be YouTube. I would definitely agree. As in, you wow. seem to go wow. <laughs> pretty hard in the YouTube, but I would agree in my own case as well. As, I mean, like, good Lord. Like, I mentioned to you the other day, like, I can't watch an hour and a half long movie to save my life, but I'll watch a two hour long YouTube video of people playing Minecraft in a heartbeat. Like,. <laughs> Yeah, so I definitely have some YouTube channels that I tend to watch the episodes like the day they come out. And those are the ones that, uh, one, they don't come out too often. Like, mm-hmm. despite what YouTube has their own little algorithm where they reward people who come out with like daily videos, like almost like blogs, or they did at one time. Yeah. I understood. Yeah, and, and uh, it still largely is kind of the case. I was seeing a lot more traffic when I was creating, like, the sh- like the three-week period where I, or I say three weeks, it was probably about two weeks, of just me making constant content, which at the same time, I wasn't working, so, like, that helped. But also, equally at the same time, once I started working, I couldn't keep that up. And I, I did, like, I say, like, I was seeing a lot of traffic. I was seeing more traffic than I am currently. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, that's that's how it is sometimes, you know? So it kind of rewards that daily stuff, but mm. I personally don't, I can't, that's kind of like a TV show for me. Like, I'm not really into TV shows that much because I cannot sit down once a week or like Big Big Brother is a good example. Mm-hmm. That one, when it's on, it's on like three days a week and I'm like, that's too much for me. <laughs> it's like a freaking workout routine. It's like three days a week for 30 minutes to an hour each time. Oh, no, oh, it's I too don't much. know about that. Yeah, like and like YouTube channels that come out with daily videos. That's way too much for me. I like the ones that come out like weekly. Yeah, that's like one video a week, and I'm like, okay, I have a lot of YouTube YouTube channels on my plate. You know, I can only watch so much, so come out with videos weekly. Oh yeah, I don't watch everything on my list. There because yeah. there's just also like there's only so many hours in the day, and it's like even the channels that I do really like, like we've touched on this in the past, but. Um, we live in an age in which the content that we consume is largely decided by us. Either like you can gear it directly towards you. Like even you dish, you, you can watch. choose what channels you want to watch. Like what channels you want to pay for. Now that being said, and they group like together the weird the ones. Yeah, they're <laughs> literally in the back of the pack. So like even they 
are somewhat able to do this, but largely like for internet content, we as the consumer choose, well, at least at the moment, uh, we'll see how net neutrality decides this, but like we choose the content that we, so like we make a decision consciously, either consciously or unconsciously every day or every other day from what it sounds like for you, that that we will continue to support the channels that we watch or that at least by viewing and maybe even by, you know, a lot of content supported by Patreon, which is a lot of dedication and loyalty. I would say. Yeah. Quite a, because when you can get it for free, I mean, it's when you can get it for free, why pay for it? But at the same time, Mm -hmm. yeah, you should pay for stuff that you enjoy to show support to them. So yeah. Yeah. There's definitely moments where, I realize even in the the genres, the niche, the channels, like not just channels, because that's actually a, a thing in YouTube, but like the genre of YouTube you watch, like there's makeup artist YouTube, there's video game YouTube, there is historical YouTube, there's there's a lot of YouTube out there to watch, man. There's toy <laughs> review YouTube, there is quite a bunch. And it's like even within the genres, that we pick and choose which ones to watch. You can watch all of them, but like, some creators you jive with more versus others. Like, you know, like I'm sure that that comes in. Like I, I'm actually not too terribly familiar with the genres of YouTube that you dive into. I know a couple of them, obviously because we have watched them or you've got me hooked on a couple of them before, but so we definitely have some overlap, but yeah. I think I would surprise you with some of them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I don't know. I'm not necessarily an animal lover. I do like the outdoors, but one of my favorite channels, and like I said, it comes out about weekly, mm-hmm. but it's like the highest quality videos, I would say, would be Brave Wilderness. It's like pr- production quality. Isn't that that Coyote guy? Coyote Pearson. He did. He's cool. The thing that got him famous was the little sting pain, going up the sting pain scale, and he got stung by the, you know, the bullet ant, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But most of what he does is like Steve Irwin-esque, where he like picks up this animal, and he's like, oh yeah, let me tell you all about it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, now he does not strictly do crocodiles and snakes. Yeah, <laughs> like he does lots of fun things. He does, you know, all kinds of animals. I've seen some and of I think it's videos, really good. Yeah, but it's like the probably the highest quality YouTube that I do watch, highest production quality, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just expanded. They're starting this blue wilderness thing. It's you know obviously geared towards ocean animals, and they kind of switched up who's doing the recording, who's doing the uh, presenting, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be one of my favorite ones I like to watch, and that's one that I usually watch the day it comes out or the day after or something like that. That's the one you're genuinely excited to see, like, oh, shit, like, there's a new there's a new video. Yeah, and it doesn't even matter, like, uh, if the topic's not exactly what I want, like, if it's a relatively boring topic, mm-hmm. I still watch it, and I still enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's it's probably not my favorite thing to watch. But it's definitely something that I watch that you probably watch a little bit, but you're not as dedicated. Yeah, no, I, I'll see stuff about him, like, because, like, he is a genuinely entertaining fella. Like, he's a good face for a channel, that's for sure. And yeah. I think it's just, like, part of being a good, like, face for a channel or having a channel or anything like that is being enthusiastic about the thing that you're doing the channel about. And he yeah, is and a I person feel like almost exudes. everybody with YouTube like passion for it you know so like that makes him a great content in general because like even me who's not super in this like i have seen his videos and i'm like no like if anybody's going to take up the mantle you know like i'd love it to be him (laughs) i mean also like yeah if steve irwin's family is active still but you know what i mean like if it's going to be 
outside of the Irwin If we had family. to vote for someone to represent that Steve Irwin position mm-hmm. right now, I would definitely vote for Coyote Peterson. He's got that same level of enthusiasm and enjoyment for what he does. Yeah, you know? and it's <clears throat> it's good. And he's fun to listen to. Like his voice, like, and that's not he doesn't even have like a particularly funny voice. It's just like being enjoyable to listen to is a great is a trait that may be hard to practice like that's actually a skill i think like lord i hope that we have it you know considering we <clears throat> do do to we we have a podcast i don't know if you know this but we have a podcast but uh <laughs> you know what i mean so among the like we both have a little bit of overlap in like what really the youtube i really like remember watching prior to getting into let's plays was God, I think like the oldest thing I remember is like like us watching Whitest Kid You Know clips on YouTube. Oh man, those are so fun. Man, they are. Like I didn't even know it was an actual show that aired on television until recently. Admittedly, um, I knew it because like something was weird about their YouTube videos. Yeah, and sometimes you would find a clip where someone's like recording it on their TV and it's like really crappy. Yeah, like so. There's that. And then, like, we both, we may have mentioned it here in the past, but we both are uh, fans. Uh, fans is a weird word to say, but, like, of, like, firearms and their mechanics and history and stuff like that. So, like, we would watch historical channels. Like, for instance, I really like Forgotten Weapons. I think that he's a really, uh, Ian McCollum is a really cool, that's one that has a Patreon. Um, and, like, he he oh, gets, yeah, I would say most of them in this genre probably have their own page. Yeah, lines. especially at this point. But uh, that's kind of besides the point. But, like, Ian gets invited to these, like, mu- museums and these armories and stuff like that and, like, collectors to talk about, like, stuff from Lord. Like, it's stuff... From a very... He's probably on the far end of the historical Yeah, he is very, very... Like, like, his shooting videos are few and far between. They're great when they are there, you know, but, like, I usually, like, if it's something that, like, oh, like, yeah, the cult monitor, sure, like, I don't know much about this, but I'm about to listen to 16 minutes <laughs> of it, and I'm about to learn about it, cool, you know, like, or, or, yeah. Jesus, and the Peterson device, like, his... I had never seen a picture of one, <laughs> much less had any idea what the hell anybody was talking about for that, because it's like, it's this prototype thing that apparently nobody got a picture of. Like, so, like, I was really glad when he covered that, you know, just because I was curious. <laughs> but And I actually support what you would, I guess, call the uh, opposition. But they, they know each other and they're friendly mm-hmm. with each other. But a lot of people, like, kind of have this, this fan group for either mm-hmm. Ian with Forgotten Weapons or Othias from CNR song. I'm more oh, of a CNR song. See, fan. I I didn't know there was beef. Well, there's not there's not beef between them. There's beef between the fan bases. I, I was about to say. say we got to cancel the show if there's, there's beef, beef man. between the fan bases. Like I'm, if I had to be on a side, if we were going to war, mm. I would be on Othias' side. I like his channel better. Oh yikes! But that's because just like the way he go, oh. he's going about his channel, he's doing every single firearm yeah. that was ever used in World War One ever in any amount and then when he finishes that he'll get okay yeah that is a pretty hefty um, task <laughs> yeah and he's got video he's got tons of videos and i used to pick and choose the interesting ones it's gonna take a while if he ever hits vietnam but then now i've gotten to where i can't remember which ones i have viewed or not and sometimes i watch them on my phone sometimes on my computer and so it doesn't track either direction yup so at this point, I'm like, man, I really just want to start from the beginning because he's got like hundreds now. Mm-hmm. I just want to start from the beginning and have it like a podcast just played through. Yeah. 
but you learn I've learned a lot from his episodes a lot of stuff that I will never probably use but I I've learned a lot from them um and yeah I remember specifically for when I was doing research we mm -hmm. had to polish polish metal samples and that takes a long time I would listen to them while I do that and that was very it's usually good to listen like especially like Ian like it's good to listen to because usually like the video itself is really not there's not a whole lot to it you know what I mean like uh, like, and one of the channels I used to watch a lot, but he got really long-winded, but I still really enjoy it. It's just like kind of that part of being enjoyable to listen to most of what YouTube, the reason why people watch YouTube is because you either feel like you're included in with the conversation or whatever, you know, like, I like to thank you, the audience, whatever, is Hickok45, just like <laughs> elderly man in Tennessee just shooting guns in his property, and, he, and he's like, there's... And you feel like you're talking to your grandpa, like, and he's, like, telling you about all these old... He's got these he old jokes. It's, it's good feeling. He's, like, tells the same jokes every now and then. Like, just a... Like, just a... Seems like a genuinely good guy that doesn't really, like, politicize a lot. And that's really, the like, where I fall off for most of gun YouTube is because, I mean, it is a sensitive subject, and, like, we also can't really delve into it too much, admittedly, because, <laughs> like, that can change the entire episode entirely. But, like... It's a pretty political topic. But you know, Hickok kind of has, he kind of has an aspect that Coyote Peterson has, where you can just tell he's genuinely that's something he's very into. Yeah, he used to be like an just, old competitor. He's got a good personality to watch. Yeah. Now I will say I've kind of fallen off that uh, bandwagon a little bit. Like I don't, I definitely don't watch all oh, his videos anymore. I still support because he, he can get long, he can get a little long winded, but yeah, I do watch his videos from time to like, time. Like it, it has to be particularly interesting. Yeah, I used to watch all of them. Something for me. But now yeah. he starts to do... Uh, I mean, he started out with what is our bread and butter, older ones. But now he mm -hmm. does, like, newer guns, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, literally, I can't even care. Like, if it's about, like, something newer, like... I'm like, there's no history to talk about for, for 20 minutes on this one. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually exactly the thing for me is, like, okay, this doesn't seem very historical. I don't know about this one, you know? Like... Now, with that being said, or if it isn't historical, uh, there then it better be interesting. Or there channels that you used to love that you've definitely fallen off of. For me, there's another in the gun genre. There's Iraq Veteran eight 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 eight. Yeah, I used to really like his videos when he first getting started because he did have the aspect like Hickok and Cavity Peterson, where they were very, you could tell they were very genuinely interested into it and they loved doing it. And you can still he still does, but it it almost seems like it's coming through in his videos that's more of his job mm -hmm. if you know if you get my gist yeah and also that one has become more and more politicized yeah which yeah we won't get into that in this episode but that one has become more and more politicized which kind of turns me away from it. it's like yeah i don't want to hear about this all the time <laughs> yeah it's like it's it's a topic that needs to be broached every now and then but lord can we not right now like <laughs> But, so do you have any other channels that you used to enjoy that you've really fallen off of? Uh, so primarily what I would say is, like, I'm a fan of, like, uh, YouTube. Or YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. No shit. Um, video game YouTube, <laughs> in which I would watch Let's Plays and stuff like that. There's really not a channel that I've, like, like kind of fallen off of too much. There are channels that I'm, like, not a super huge fan of. Like, I'm actually really trying to think of if there's something that... You used to watch a lot that you don't watch anymore. Nothing? Um, I mean, I... SNL? Well, <laughs> I still watch a lot of, like, Achievement Hunter. I still watch a lot of Fun House. I still watch a lot of Game Grumps. Um, 
I guess I don't watch as much fun, Funhouse content, but it's also because like they've kind of changed up how they record content a little bit, so it's like less often, but still pretty good quality. You know what I mean? And uh, okay. so there's that. I think slow mo guys. I still watch them every now and then, but it has to be a particularly interesting video. I I never really was a constant viewer of theirs. Yeah, I was gonna say I never really got into them, but I think I liked their videos better before they got picked up by YouTube. Honestly, yeah, there's a little bit of that. I think. Um, they, I mean, they got kind of boring. Yeah, I think it. There's no risk involved. <laughs> there's no risk. I think Dan would say otherwise. I've definitely like been jumping into a bunch of new YouTube that like maybe I'm not like. Uh, super hard into yet so like i'm kind of like taking or leaving some of it you're just dipping your feet in. yeah i'm you're, you're i'm really dipping my feet in so i can't say i've fallen off of them yet uh okay so you don't have any examples yeah i really don't like. i don't think i i thought what i might about? have had at least one considering how much youtube i consume there's this one channel coley jenkins I, I just really don't like <laughs> any of his new stuff um our, au contraire i do enjoy my new stuff thank you very much <laughs> i released it so <laughs> Um, what about YouTube channels that you're ashamed to admit that you like or watch? I have a couple. Of yeah, you're. Or some that you avoid watching. There are some like okay, I don't know the name of this channel, admittedly, because it's not my channel. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know the name of any channel other than my own. No, it's not a channel that I really watch. But like Kayla and I, we tend to like just watch whatever the other. Th- that's why like I'm even remotely have like a minor understanding of the makeup artist side of YouTube is because that's kind of what Caleb watches. But, like, there's one channel in particular where he tests the tasty videos, the tasty recipe videos. I'm sure you've seen them on Facebook or anything like that. They're, like, the BuzzFeed recipes and stuff, or the recipe side of... Oh, those little recipe videos you see on Facebook? Yeah, and, like, so this guy tests them. I can't tell you his name, like, because I don't remember it, but... Neither of us are subscribed to this guy, and neither of us like him. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, he seems fine, but just like he's kind of got this voice and like this weird. Oh, I do know a channel that I've fallen off of. I'll get wrap around to that in a moment. But um, there, like, his voice is just kind of like I don't really like it too much. Like, he's again probably a new, or a decent guy, but like, like he literally like his thing is that he's been. He tried doing Let's Plays for a little while, and, like, people didn't really watch that. So like, he started this for a little while, and then people didn't really watch that. And then he just, like, recorded a BuzzFeed test video, and then people started watching. And, like, he makes brownies every other video. And he's just like, well, I didn't really think that this was okay. Like, his jokes just don't really land, I think. But, like, people... Are you talking about Logan Paul? No. Lord <laughs> Christ alive. No, we don't watch him in, our, in this household. But, like, this guy is just kind of just not really likable as far as I'm concerned. He doesn't have that pizzazz. Yeah, it's kind of the like the main thing that i look for is do i like listening to this person and if i don't then you're out he's he doesn't have mojo but it's speaking of mojo but like (laughs) there's like this level of like even i'll sit there like lean over while caitlin's watching this while laying in bed i'm like so we don't like this guy she's like no but i can't stop watching (laughs) for some reason i'm like i mean i get that you know like it's like watching a bad show or a train wreck but you were saying about Mojo, I have a feeling that we have a very similar... Uh, <laughs> I was like, he just doesn't have Mojo. Speaking of Mojo, <laughs> there is a ch- there are certain channels I abstain to- from watching. Oh, you abstain them- from these. Oh, you were... I abstain from these. Oh. I practice abstinence from watching these videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being Watch Mojo, because honestly, I hate promoting 
or supporting videos that are just or channels that are built on clickbait. And Watch Mojo is built on clickbait. It's like top ten movie scenes from all these movies, mm-hmm. and it's just like very much clickbaity. It's, so it's literally no matter be- how tempting they are, and they are very tempting. I, I used to watch them every we now and again, but now I refuse these to watch past it. few weeks. Or like, may not these past few weeks, but like there's been multiple nights where we were like either in the night of us just like sitting around watching stuff with like multiple watch mojo videos. And like literally it's only self-serving because like you watch the thing that either you're a fan of, like we watch a lot of the anime ones because everybody in this household likes anime. And mainly it's like top 10 fights from this anime. And it's like, well, this fight better be number one or whatever. And then when it's not, we're like, oh, man, can you believe this bullshit? Like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, And, like, it's literally just that. And, you know, it's entertaining. It's kind of like Cracked. Do you remember Cracked? Like, the article website. I roughly remember Like, it. I used to read it all the time. And then eventually, like, I was just like, this is just a top ten list website. This is just a top ten list website. I'm just not really into this anymore. It's like, almost as bad as those, uh, you see them on Facebook every now and again. I forget what the actual organization's called but it's basically like a freelancer anybody can post it and it's like 26 things that oh man does. yeah yeah you know what i'm talking like, about uh, yeah oh What's what that is it called uh i don't remember but yeah because people would like it was a thing it's free where anybody can post mm-hmm. anything so anybody can be a writer and then you read it and it's like this was so stupid. yeah because like there was a lot of them about ung to be honest like i feel like it's just like a lot of them about yeah they're school. usually school specific there's a lot because of there's a lot of um People are like, oh, I'm a writer for this website. And then like, oh, and uh, I look at their article, and it's just like, 10 signs that you go to UNG. And it's like, you go to Chick-fil-A. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah just no like that. shit. Like, <laughs> You're mad when it's Sunday and you want a Chick-fil-A. You hate okay, stopping yeah. <laughs> for the retreat. And it's like, yeah, because it's a military school, and you got to stop for like three minutes at five, like 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Like, and you know, that's actually not a good sign, because what if you went to GMC? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a good thing. Mm. I was going to say, I, yeah, you're right. Boom. <laughs> you and I both went to GMC, and, like, here's the thing. That's not just a sign you went to UNG. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, that wasn't a very good sign. I mean, I think my point was that not th- these aren't great signs. Like, you know where Delonica is. <laughs> y- yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't spend your weekends in town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, another thing. Uh, so, since you couldn't come up with a channel that you oh, are. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, yeah, you did have one. What Game is Theory. What game theorists. <laughs> uh, so th- it's this channel that uh, comes like okay. So for a while, a lot of their earlier videos were pretty cool that I liked. They were interesting, and like the whole point is that it's it's just a theory, a game theory. And this guy Matt Pat, he comes up with these theories like, is Link actually dead in Majora's Mask? Here's what I think about, you know, and it's just like stuff like that. That's like the Disney movie theory, you know, people come up how they're all connected. Yeah, it's it's just stuff like that. And like I used to be really into like fan theories, especially when I was on Reddit a lot. And then eventually I just like, oh god, and eventually you just learn to hate certain the- theories just like, oh, it's all a dream or it was all in his head or so and so was dead the whole time. And it's like, yeah, it was interesting for a few things, but it's in- not interesting when it isn't, and that's pretty often. And, uh, yeah. and that's like I have something similar to that actually. And like a lot of his newer shit, like he started like streaming. Like really, Matt Pat kind of took off when Five Nights at Freddy's came out. And I'll admit, a lot of those are yeah. fun. A lot of those theory videos are fun to watch. 
But like, I think I do recognize that channel now that you said that. Yeah, and it's like, here's the thing. It's just like, yeah, it's somewhat funny and like somewhat interesting and thought-provoking, but a lot of it to me eventually was like, this is super scripted. I'm not laughing at the jokes, and I am tired of this. I'm tired of this, I guess. Like, And what I did like of it, because like, I used to like watch a video. I'm like, oh, there's a new game theory. I thought it was interesting. And I'd go and look like on the internet, and people are like, man, it's so stupid. I'm like, man, they're giving them a lot of flack about this when it's just a theory. <laughs> and now I've kind of come around on like, the man was able to send the Pope a gift and, and like communicate with the Pope, like literally the Pope. And he sends them the game Undertale. Like Undertale is a good game, but he's not allowed material possessions. I just felt like that was really head ass. Like <laughs> there's just like a, he's kind of in the wheelhouse that gamers are kind of a persecuted folk and stuff like that. So we're trying to make it our thing serious. And it's like, well, He's just kind of really, like, Reddit the channel to me. <laughs> and I've kind of distanced myself away from Reddit a little bit. So, like, I think it's also not 100% his fault. I'll still watch some of his videos because I'm like, oh, well, this one, yeah, that one was pretty good. But a lot of his stuff wound up being crap. Or maybe I just started thinking it was crap I think I can describe why, like, you are ashamed of that channel. Because I have a very similar channel. Okay. So a while back, you know, uh, obviously I'm into Star Wars uh i would say i'm probably into it a little bit more than you eh. i mean definitely i mean if if your metric is movies watched then yeah you're you're definitely beating me no i beat you in like almost any genre for movies watched except for mad max i mean you're right <laughs> no but uh so i'm, I'm pretty and animated films thank you <laughs> i'm like mid-level into star wars so i'm mm-hmm. not i don't go too deep i don't read the books or anything but i think a lot of the books would be interesting, but there's a too many while of them. While I was reading the books. There's too many of them for me to sift through to get the stuff I actually care about. So what I do is I search YouTube. If our stuff. metric was how many Lego sets own, then we would be. Oh man, I think you might. I don't know. It'd be close. We both used to um, collect Lego Star Wars sets it, it, almost exclusively. But continue. Those are the best ones. They're anyway. so kick-ass. <laughs> so I basically, instead of reading all those books and getting the information I want, mm-hmm. I sift through it by. Searching on YouTube, being like, oh, Darth Maul, storyline, whatever. Nice. And ever since I did that, because he's one of my favorite characters, mm-hmm. the Stupendous Wave channel, which is all about Star Wars, keeps popping up. And every once in a while, he does put up a video that the title scenes are staying, and I watch it. But man, he usually I'm not as satisfied with the video as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if he pulls stuff strictly from the books and he's just telling you like the actual history or the storyline or what the books say or whatever then that's that's what i'm expecting but he does a lot of videos and he's like uh why yoda did this or why darth maul did this or why palpatine did this and yes he's using context from the book but he throws in a lot of his own theory in Mm -hmm. there and i think the reason that i feel ashamed watching this channel or some of these videos or i just i'm not pleased with it all the time yeah. and i think it's the same reason for you is that a lot of it it's like yes it's theory and then like you're sitting there and it's like i just watched a 20 minute video on something that's completely fictitious from this one guy like it's just it's one of those it's like, not like it a could theory be, like, blown out tossed around by like, i'm in the wheelhouse that anything in animation is on purpose because like Anim- like a lot, so like there's a lot of fan theories that I would go into, but like how you said with the Pixar theory, I don't believe in that for a hot second, like in the least bit. I think it's stupid. But 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of these theories, I feel like people are just stretching. Yeah, and, like, that's kind of the thing. To, is like, like, put up a when, video. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what? I think you are kind of dead right. It's like, I like overthinking about stuff as much as the next guy. Because, like, wouldn't it be interesting if this? And, like, there are some of those that I'm like. Like the whole Darth Jar Jar? Oh, man. That? Okay, I was I was that really going around. That, admittedly. <laughs> I love Darth like, but at the same time, you're like, oh my gosh, this is such a stretched out, fictitious oh man. theory. It's like, yeah, given the shit that you've presented me, yeah, Darth Jar Jar, hell yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> but like, th- the people who are like, yeah, it's oh, like, he's okay, definitely yes. going to be like the end game villain <laughs> at, in the like, that next would be so trilogy stupid. or in the current <laughs> trilogy, I was like, all right, you lost me there. Like, would it be interesting? Yeah. But I no no it would like I mean I would like it literally would as in like it would the fan the fan the fandom would catch on fire it would be interesting physically no. if it wound up being if it wound up being Jar Jar I would just I would be like this was so stupid I'd flip this is bricks the I'd love it nail it in could the almost save the original trilogy because then it would seem like everything he did was on the purpose. original oh not the original you're right uh the 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 first <laughs> the f- three. First oh my god, this is why I can't 100% always get into Star Wars. It's because getting convention, you know exactly what I mean. Just like No, you just have you just have to accept that it was just not the, the prequels. Best. There we go. But my favorite two characters were in the first one. So, I don't I mean, care. yeah, I like I like <laughs> prequels cuz they got like some cool stuff going on. Like I love the the battle for Geonosis. I like the story. Like the battle for Geonosis and the LAAT, those ships, those gunships, they're awesome. I love them. But I like how the first ones go a lot more into the story and the plot, but we we can talk about Yeah, Star, Star Wars, Wars can be later. its own episode. But so there's one uh YouTube hole. Since I have not been sleeping very well lately, I've been just like going down random holes. Wait, are you about to talk about I'm marbles? about to talk about some Wait, marbles. wait, I have one more video I'm ashamed okay, of. Okay, go ahead. I, I I might have one that I'm sort of ashamed of, but I also really like it. So I can do that one short too. I'll do two quick ones. A quick shout out for one that I do like, which is Hot Ones videos where they interview people while eating hot wings. That's great. Oh, you should yeah. go check it hot out. Hot Ones is good. And also Good Mythical Morning. Now, I will say that's one of the ones where I only like certain oh, yeah. s- certain episodes that they make because they make one every morning. I only yeah. watch like one out of five or one out of seven of their videos, and it's usually the like the Willets or the uh, which which of this mm-hmm. ice cream brand is better or something like that. Those are kind of fun to watch. Oh yeah, I really like Good Mythical Morning too. Now like, the last channel I'm ashamed it was you who to got watch. me onto that. I, I'm glad. <laughs> now the last uh, channel that I would say I'm ashamed to watch. This is running back to the uh, firearm genre of channels, mm. and that would be nothing fancy. I do oh, like his videos. Christ. But man, everybody is. Everybody has. Uh, Dude, everybody knows that this guy rambles. He'll talk. If you're for not, an hour. if you're not in gun YouTube, you literally use my re- reaction as the metric here. Like, <laughs> are you joking? Like, I. Oh Jesus! I just. But can't. I still watch his videos and I still enjoy them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all power to you. Somebody's got to enjoy them. He, do- <laughs> he he does a very high quality review. So if you're considering, if you wanted to like, actually watch a good review on something, he does a good review. You just have to put up with only 20 minutes of review, 40 minutes of talking about. I'm not really sure what he talks about, but he goes on for 40 minutes, and only 20 minutes of it's like a review. But yeah. he doesn't do it like 20 of review, 40 of nothing. It's all mixed in, so you yeah. still have to watch the whole thing. It is the Part professor of it is that he has who this... you don't know if they're on a tangent or if what he's saying is actually important to the notes. Yeah, in his videos, he always has these his own philosophies and theories that he goes into, and that's that's part of the reason it goes on forever. So that's one that I'm also ashamed to say I, I mm-hmm. enjoy. 
So, so now jumping to the one that uh, or apparently hold on. I, I got I got one. It's not I do like this one, oh, but okay. I also it, I understand it may not be everybody's uh, cup of tea. Like I am into toy review YouTube. I am like I am really big into Nerf YouTube because I am also I would like to be part of it. So there's there's that. There's a couple channels in there that I like love and then also hate love and then also like dislike. But there's one in particular that I do enjoy and it is this family. It's called Izzy's Train Time and it's a very wholesome channel of this family of a uh, young-ish, I guess, father and a mother and like a toddler son who they have as much Thomas the Tank Engine related wood train set setup that I wish I had and I also had a bunch when I was a kid but boy howdy this kid's got a ton and like this kid's got made like this kid's got it made and they just like build sets on their table and it's really cool but at the same time like I do have even though I tend to just like unabashedly like the things that I like and just like let everybody else just do whatever I also recognize that this is I'm watching a child and parents play with toys (laughs) <laughs> so there is a little bit of that too, but anyway, let's talk about some marvels. You know, I'm willing to make that this, this quick... episode be long just to talk <laughs> about the marvels. Okay, so a little bit of backstory really quickly. Apparently, I got Cole on this because I watched some of his less popular videos. Actually, I, and it was just like one or two, and I was and it was like a brief mentioning. I'm like, oh, Cole, you should check this he, out. Like while you're interested in the Hot Wheel track setups that I've been watching, the Micro Machine setups, all this stuff. You should check out you all you said because I said Hot Wheel car races. You were like Marvel races, and then I sat there and I was like, thought about it for a half second. I was like, realized that I've been watching this channel that you suggested, but I don't remember if I was watching it after you said that or during you said that. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it just. I'm pretty sure it was. After I said I that, I have no idea. Because at some point, because like, you came back to me and you're like, dude, this channel you told me about. <laughs> yeah, because see, the thing is, like, I was like, I was watching, I'm like, oh, I need to tell Cody to watch these. And I'm like, wait a minute, is this the same channel? Like, <laughs> I just thought you were just talking about look up just random marble races. And like, I did see some. And then I found like some high quality ones. And that's when I was like, hey, you should check out the Marble Olympics. So, so that's when I found out. I'd only watched a couple of them, and they were very uh, inviting. Mm-hmm. I was definitely hooked on them, but I didn't delve into the channel, partially because it's kind of like one of those that I'm ashamed to say I watch because it's like, man, I just watched just marbles, marbles, yeah, race, yeah, race. Like, <laughs> so then Cole comes back at me. He's like, "Did you see the Marble Olympics?" And I was like, "No, nah, I didn't." As see if those. they were an and event. I was like, meh. So then I I went and YouTubed them like probably the next day or the day after and man Dude. I watched the entire 2017 Summer Olympics. What did you think? And what did you the 2018 think? Winter Olympics? I was very involved. I was right, man. Right. You you don't realize how invested you get until, until you, about like, like the third event or so, and you're like you were event, rooting and for like a particular. You found team. some certain teams. All right, what was your I team? Would say, so I didn't root for just one team. Okay, I told you what my some team of them is. are hard to. What was yours? You did, or what were yours? Let me just say, so it's hard to it's hard to follow a certain teams because some colors are harder to follow than others. Yes. Um. So I would usually pick two or th- I I just got hooked on like two or three mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. Make a guess which teams I got hooked on. Um. First of all, well, never mind. Go. Okay, you know what team I want to hear from you. Can you confirm or deny that that was one of them? I don't know what team. Are you talking about your team? Yeah. I was not rooting for the Pinkies because you were rooting for them. I wasn't rooting for the Pinkies. 
I thought you were. I was rooting for the O-Rangers. What? Me hell too. Hell yeah, dude. About the third event in, I was Psh. like, hell yeah, I love these orange bastards. Like, And then... Uh, yeah, and then they performed very well. Yes, exactly. It was it was very gratifying that like, and even in the earlier events, you're sitting there going like, man, I really like these orange ones. And then they're not doing that well, and you're like, oh, did I pick a bad team? Oh no. And then in the last few events, they turn it around, man. They come out nowhere. And, and here I am. I am talking. I, we are <laughs> in our preview co- phone call, going, I don't get football season. I and like personally me, I don't get baseball season. I am sitting here talking like I am invested. I but went I to in orange. Season. I am in into Orange University, I guess. Did you get one of their mugs? <laughs> no, but I am thinking about getting the T-shirt, man. Hell yes, the O. I thought Rangers. about it, but I don't want to be. I don't want people to think I'm a bandwagon. <laughs> Dude, here's the thing. They they go at the bat. All right, so here's the thing. So this guy, uh, he's a Dutch guy who makes these big elaborate Marvel sets, like out of Legos, out of connects, out of wood blocks, etc. Sand, sand, even, uh, and then snow in the Winter Olympics. And then he take he's got a shitload of marbles, and he gets ones that look similar. And he's made these Olympic teams, and then he runs them into trials. And you and you might be thinking, well, how many trials can there be? They're just marbles. A lot. I didn't watch the trials. Well, not just the trials, but like, oh, uh, I watched the qualifications. I watched the events. I realized that I spent two hours, <laughs> two hours and forty five minutes the other day. I was day. wondering because I was like, I don't think I spent two. Dude, hours it's a lot. Something. It's a lot. Um, and then but I didn't watch all the trials and qualifiers. Yeah, and see, I I did, but uh, so we're talking the high jump. We're talking by the five meter race. We've got relay race. We've got endurance spinning races where like you don't you want to be the one that finishes last that was the first one i think you want to be yes it was uh you want to be like navigate who can navigate the, the maze quick enough and you might be wondering these marbles all perform the same do don't they yeah they do nope but except the orange ones because they're the greatest i mean they <laughs> performed okay in the winter olympics but that's the thing you know like well my other team that i like to watch was the limers and the man, limers are good they, too man i remember like, they were but they did terrible in the winter they didn't do so hot in the winter but i was watching the um there was a short but Midnight series. Wisp, I was rooting for them too. Really? You like the Wisps? Yeah. I, I just sunk everything into the the Rangers. Now that being said, I did also like the speed the the speedy ones. What are they called? I know what you're talking about, but the something speeders. Can't yeah, I can't remember because I'm sitting there thinking like I hate like them because I was like Man, because they would usually be the They're ones. Too good. They were really good. So I would sit there and like, oh, I hated man. the raspberries, though. Yeah, I the raspberries, them. the Rojo rollers. Like, I was sitting there going, I don't know about you. Like, so I did also like Team Momo. I loved Team Momo. What about Mo Mary? Yeah, man, like, I don't know about Mo Mary too much because, like, eh, I, I like them because they're part Team Momo. But Team Momo, like, Either literally as soon as the injury happened. Oh, by the way, they're, they're like, there's audiences. And, like, this guy, like, they edited in audience sound effects. that Like, there's an atmosphere about this. There's a commentator who. You do get an atmosphere. Like, it I would say like the I was commentator. the damn Olympics. The commentator is the one that won it over for me. He is such a good commentator. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, And it's weird because, like, I am not into the Olympics at all. I find them very boring. Mm. But with this one, you really build up very quickly an attachment to the teams. Yeah. The Olympics takes too long to get an attachment, and they're also not the same people competing in every single event. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the thing. And, like, so what I'm referring like, so there's just this atmosphere that eventually you just buy into it. 
And that's exactly like what I was trying to like get. Like that's when I was telling you, I'm like, yeah, the Marvel Olympics. And then I had to like preface it with like, no, but for real, the Marvel Olympics, dude. Like I am super. You like, should watch. You, it, yeah. Like I cannot recommend this more to anybody. And it's not just two hours in one. You can watch all of it in one sitting because it is like they have a super cut where it's all of it together. Or you can watch it in bits and pieces like you probably did. Um, you can watch each stage. No, I watched it all together. But there was also um, there are some stuff that's this year. Uh, they announced who's going to be hosting the 2019 Olympics. Uh, <laughs> oh, Rangers? Who is no, it? it's the Oceanics. Um, <sighs> but they had like this little maze thing. And uh, you got points for what place you got in. And O Rangers, top of the board each time they're performing. Here's the thing, you know, you got all your all your dudes, so they would usually have like one in the back. But man, it was one of them that was just like, pew, like up in the front. I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah! I was watching earlier today with my hands up in the air because here's the thing: whenever O Rangers are up the bat, they're they're in the audience. They're fans. Air they quote, put like a yeah, like, are like, oh. oh. And I'm literally sitting there, like, quietly in the dark of my living room at 3 a.m. in the morning, which is normally when I would start going to bed. But now it is, you know, six hours after I've went to sleep and could not stay asleep. I'm sitting there going, like, oh, like, quietly because I'm getting so enthusiastic about these damn marbles playing. Like, a guy playing marbles. Like, it's so creative and so much fun and, like the commentator's fun to listen to and that's kind of bringing us back to our original point and like I finished the content and I'm sitting there going like damn it now I gotta wait a whole year for the next I think shit like damn it I think part of what helps is the bingeability I think if they put uh, the Olympics on Netflix I think they would get more viewership they could I mean it just it's too much to try and get attached to mm. a certain team because like it's played out over like I don't know what a month yeah all over different times, different events that you don't even care about. So you don't catch all of mm. it. So you just don't build up that attachment. But if you could binge it all on Netflix, I think the Olympics might get better viewership. Yeah, like, I mean, the viewers, it's already... I Part of me is, like, it may be hard to get into the Olympics. I mean, I do like the Olympics, like, as much as the average passerby. Which means pretend like you like it every four years. And like, yeah, sort of. It's kind of like how <laughs> that one summer that we World were really Cup. into the World Cup. I mean, you have more reason to because you actually played soccer. I didn't because yeah. I sometimes like cheering for a team if I have no basis of like whatever. I'm not watching the game. I just wanted I wanted to be part of it. Also, that was the year that was in South Africa and Vuvuzelas were a thing. And I just really wanted to be part of the Vuvuzela uh, environment. But um, did the Germany one? I think so. Yeah, because they beat Brazil, so too. and that was the crazy upset. Um, of course, I was rooting for Germany. I just yeah, like, of course. I don't know, but um, whatever. Yeah, so like, I think it's because like the Olympics are so nationalistic, which isn't a terrible thing. It's like I, I mean, I, if they were just random teams. I think I'd be like, hell yeah. Like, if the O-Rangers were an actual Olympic team, they're just, like, people who just happen to be wearing orange, I think I'd be okay with that. Which may explain, <laughs> like, for some, I have no idea why I am so into this, but I am, like, literally not. Because, like, for instance, like, people get into, like, football and stuff like that and may have as much, like, information as I do about these marbles. But, like... Well, I would say people are, like, typically for sports, I would say people get really invested in them. Because of the, I'm gonna say nationalism here, the but it locality. doesn't have to be nationalism. It could be, 
oh, I root for SEC football, where I root for UGA, where I root for the Braves. Mm-hmm. These are all Georgia things, but you get my drift. You root for your locality, and, and you feel invested because you live in that locality. Yeah. So it's interesting that you are more invested in something that has no locality. You know? Yeah, I have no idea why. Like, like I am admittedly saying, like, right here, like, I have no idea why it was so but, much easier for me to buy into this. Maybe because, it, like, somebody had to is, make it. I don't know. Like, somebody had to make the regular. It's really good too. quality. I would say that. It's super high quality. But I'm so impressed with if it. If you think about it, it's the same reason people are heavily invested in these Pop-Tart flavors. Like, it's their favorite yeah. flavor. And they're rooting for them to Hell win. Hell yeah. And it's about time to eat some Pop-Tart. It is. <laughs> Here we are today with our matchup. So... As we know, as we were discussing earlier, some of you may have some strong feelings about your favorite flavors of Pop-Tarts, but we're here to tell all tales, to end all these rumors, and tell you which one's actually the best. Yeah, we are doing the legwork to figure out what actually is the best one, uh, proven factually through our opinion alone, and we're we're getting... And our taste buds, which represent... Highly subjective, yeah. So we... So today's matchup, is of course unfrosted blueberry versus peanut butter, one of the newcomers that had to replace one of the other limited time flavors that we had in the beginning. So you were pretty looking forward to peanut butter. How would you say that you feel now? Well, to be clear, I was looking forward towards this matchup because I, I, I've had, well, I don't know if I've actually had blueberry unfrosted, but I figured I'd like it because I tend to like the unfrosted fruit mm-hmm. flavors. Um, and, you know, chocolate peanut peanut butter did not fare so well, but I had faith that peanut butter would do it right. So mm-hmm. I was excited for both of these flavors. Something and that is op- interesting is that the peanut butter filling is different than the one in the chocolate peanut butter Yes, one. in both taste and looks. Texture. Yeah. Well, yeah, looks. I thought you were going to say <laughs> texture, but yeah. I thought it sounded like a good place to say texture, but I didn't. Okay, yeah, so we just, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> also, what's interesting about the peanut butter Pop-Tart is that when you take it out of the package, it does seem to have, like, a very fine layer uh, of fairy dust. Crystal, we like to call fairy dust. Yeah. It's not, like, crunchy, but it's, it's not. there. You can see it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't play much of a role, honestly. Yeah, so far, like, what we've been able to tell is that there isn't much to be able to tell whether it... Like, I literally just sat there and licked the top of the Pop-Tart, and I'm like, nah, that kind of tastes like sugar. But when it came down to it, in the final bite through, it didn't really add much. Not like the crunchy icing that Cinnamon Roll had or anything like that. It wasn't a topping that really impacted or... I mean, impacted or detracted. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of was just there, whatever. But, um... Yeah, so... I... I gotta say, like... Unfrosted peanut, or no, unfrosted, I mean, it is unfrosted, but um, <laughs> unfrosted blueberry is, I've had it before, it's exactly how I remember it, and I like it, like, I like it, I prefer regular blueberry, and it's just kind of, it's just that good old reliable, you know, it's it's obviously not quite as sweet as blueberry, and that in itself holds its own weight, uh, like, that's valid, I think. So it's not your go-to blueberry. And blueberry is not even your go-to fruit flavor Pop-Tart usually. It's not, but after but this, just, it's gonna be. But just like blueberry is nice, a nice break from the norm. Yeah. Is unfrosted blueberry a nice break from your norm of blueberry? I mean, kind of, but I don't know. Like, we're kind of in a weird 
we're not sure where this one's going to shake out, folks. But, um, <laughs> like, Unfrosted Blueberry is good. I don't know if, like, I, I kind of how, like, at some point during a different matchup, we have discussed, I don't know if it's a future one or a past one at the current recording this, <laughs> but we have discussed, like, being a fair judge. Like, is it fair to compare it to others of a similar flavor? For instance, like, strawberry versus cherry or anything like that. Because it, it To think that, oh, I have this other one in my back pocket, basically. Yeah, and it's like, is it fair to do that? Because we're, like, if it's not that one versus that one, then there's no need to compare it. But... I am finding you, myself doing that with unfrosted blueberry and blueberry, but and like we kind of did that with blueberry and chocolate or not blueberry. God dang it, uh, <laughs> peanut butter versus chocolate peanut butter. But it's mainly because like you know we had such high hopes for chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter was not the best. It really wasn't. Now but, I'm going to go into the scenario of my first bite. Mm-hmm. As you know, we warm up half the Pop-Tarts, and we keep half the Pop-Tarts in the raw or cold. Yes. Um, so my first bite, I went straight into, you can tell how excited I was, I went straight into the warm peanut butter. And my expression, was it not cold, was of pure exultation. Is that the word I'm looking for? Excitation. I don't know. I was excited. You felt pretty good about it. It was good. It was a good bite. Yeah. Man, it tasted good. I went into the cold one, and he was just like, mmm. Mm, just like going above, and I'm sitting there going like, "Are we eating the same pop tart?" Which you know there runs a risk that we're not, but like that was just he was like, "You'll know when you get there," and I'm like, "All right, well, you'll know when you've reached Nirvana." <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was just like, "Well, I don't know, man." And then like I had the hot one, I'm like, "Okay, I can, I guess, you know, I can see why one would be excited about this." Uh, you might be able to tell that through like my like language that I'm using. Maybe I didn't like absolutely love it as much as Cody did, or he might have. But at the same time, I'm very impressed with it. It's a lot better than the chocolate peanut butter one, for sure. Um, hmm. or at least I prefer it. But now the qualms with peanut butter, I could definitely see how it would be a little on the dry side. I had milk to drink with it, so that actually complemented it quite well. And something that I was thinking, like we've you know, joked about this in the past that that's something that you test. That's something that I can't test. But it's something that I was thinking about. I was eating this without um, without something to drink, and I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, what'd go good with this is a cup of milk. Like, I think that'd be pretty tasty. Um, or like for folks who would l- who like that sort of thing, because I think peanut butter and milk is kind of one of those things. That, yeah, they do that. So, um, you know, I think that holds its own. In in a sense, um, is it? Now, with that being said, I think blueberry was a little on the dry side too, but peanut butter was definitely drier. Yeah, like I think peanut butter just has that quality. Um, like I think it's a very interesting flavor. Like we talked a little bit during um, another one that we recorded again. I don't know if it's coming out before, but we talked how like in the past how brown sugar and cinnamon we're not really sure where it goes because it's not quite desserty like cookies and cream or hot fudge sundae or anything like that but it's also definitely not a fruit flavored one so, so it kind of has that whole genre to itself like, there's where no competition does that there sit and that's kind of where peanut but butter peanut is kind of sits. sits there too yeah like, so that is also making this matchup even more interesting it's like it's the only possible 
competitor that's in the same genre as brown sugar cinnamon which even then i don't know what that genre is other than alternative but (laughs) and that could be good for the tournament later down the line it could be bad Mm -hmm. because i i also envision what if this were to go up against the predicted favorite what if this were to go up against brown sugar cinnamon yeah you know that's something to keep in mind as well would something of a similar profile do better or would something of a different profile do better see you definitely went there i think i was just kind of like you were abstaining from that. You didn't I want to was a game this tournament. Yeah, like I don't really like. I mean, <laughs> medic, overthinking I, it. <laughs> I I don't. I mean, we do. We are making a somewhat at least hobby out of mountain, overthinking pop tarts. <laughs> uh, speaking of, but um, speaking we of mountains of pop tarts. Like you know, I was trying not to metagame it too much because I was like, I'm just sitting there going like, do I think that these pair it with each other, and what do I think about them in general? And, and like, that's where I was finding myself, like, obviously I'm going to prefer blueberry, like, because I like the flavor blueberry. I'm a person who does not love peanut butter. I do enjoy peanut butter. Like, I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I like uh, peanut butter when paired with chocolate, just not the Pop-Tart version of it. But, like, I like to hide peanut butter with other sweet things. I don't like it by itself too much. So, like, I think this is a very good Pop-Tart for people who like peanut butter because I think this is very representative to eating peanut butter. Kind of like the s'mores one, how I was like, you know, I may not have decided that s'mores was the one that would win, but I did say that it was an interesting, like, like, food experience in that when microwave, it reminded me of eating a s'mores. This reminds me of eating a spoonful of peanut butter. (laughs) Just (laughs) flattened across. Like, whether that's good or bad, or whether that be something I prefer or not. And um, I was about to say, I am the person who would eat peanut butter out of the jar. Yeah. Uh, I, sometimes I do just put peanut butter on one slice of bread, fold it in half, and eat it. Which now I you don't have peanut... to do that anymore. Pop-Tart's <laughs> done it for you. Sometimes I put peanut butter on green grapes, on apples. Uh, really? Grapes? Oh. Apples, I understand. Grapes? Okay. Everybody thinks that. They're like, oh, yeah, peanut butter on apples? Of course that goes together. It's a peanut butter and an apple. Peanut butter on grapes? That's so weird. It's, like, okay, it's almost I the just, same thing I'm as a having... peanut butter and an apple. Okay? No, it's <laughs> because I can't imagine spreading anything on a grape. It's small and it's a Do lot it. smoother. Do it. Okay, let me conjure also, up some grapes. Also, peanut butter on banana tastes good, too. Okay, but yeah, that that's, one's that's... also one that people don't bat an eye at. Just do it on a grape. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> asparagus. Like, yeah, that, or celery. Never mind. But, uh, oh, like, no, that's gross. Nothing right. in high celery. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, I'll eat the celery by itself when it calls for it. Um, but Okay, so with this being said, I kind of think we both, in the back of our minds, want this to go to a tie so we can have a third party confirm this. But I don't think we should let it happen like that. I think we should just, we should uh, just yeah, say that's still really which metagaming. one. Let's just say which one we think is going to be the winner at the same time, okay? Okay. We've, we've beat around the bush enough. We're mm-hmm. not going to beat around this bush anymore. I don't care if this bush is a tomato bush, uh, a blueberry bush, a, uh, a cranberry bush, or a Pop-Tart bush. We're not going to beat around We're this not going to beat around this Pop-Tart growing bush anymore. More. I wish this they grow bush, on bushes, man. This bush has been beat to death. Including this, this, this current explanation this of the beating of the beating. bush. <laughs> yes. Also, the dead the horse, horse has been, dead. Been, been, been beat. The dead horse whatever. has been dead. Yeah, the dead horse still dead. The dead horse bush has been beat. 
okay. whatever. Um, this so metaphor has gone on long enough. On well, one, like three, two, one, and we say it on one, like how we record. Yes, how we record. Okay. So on one, we will both say our winner. Mm-hmm. If it's different, it's different, and we'll go to a third party. Okay. If it's the same, then we're gonna run with it. Okay. Okay. So on one, mm-hmm. three, two, two one. Plain, plain, Unfrosted blueberry. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to go John on this one. I'm surprised you went peanut butter. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, see, that's the thing. is like, even though it may not be my, like, it, it may not be my choice. I am much, I'm very impressed with it. I mean, it is my choice, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it may not be my favorite flavor, but I think it's a very but interesting pop But you can respect it. I, I respect it. it. Yeah. It'd see, really ironically, good I'm the guy who really loves peanut butter. And, like, overall, I think just unfrosted blueberry has a very slight edge. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like you said, like, but the I edge kept, is I literally that blueberry is good without being heated up. Or the blueberry oh, one yes. is. Yeah, so blueberry like, there had is peanut that. butter beat. I'm going to be real with you. Wall. This cold cold peanut butter ain't too good. But the hot peanut butter is just really, it, it is. It's, it's got something. It's got something, yeah. It's got this certain je ne sais quoi. And like, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I don't know why I, I say it like that. that. <laughs> it's got something about it. It's got, uh, it's got peanut butter in it, and <laughs> I think that's, I think that's neat. Like I'm, it's like Coyote Pearson. It's, it's got the attitude. <laughs> yeah, it's got the attitude that it needed to bring, uh, for this matchup, and I'm just really impressed with that. Even if I'm not a super huge peanut butter fan. Hey, Cody Meeks here, interrupting for a bit. Since this podcast is running a bit long, and also we wanted to give John Stamos a little bit of a heads up so he can test the, have time to test the Pop-Tarts and record his reaction and everything, uh, we're actually going to push it to next week's podcast. So next week, don't worry, you're going to get another Pop-Tart matchup, plus we're going to plug in the final results from the third party at the beginning of the episode. So we hope you join us next week, and you can find out the results for this one and there will be another matchup. Enjoy the outro. Okay, so quick sign out. Yes. Uh, give a reference to your YouTube channel. You've been putting up some videos. You've been active lately. So I, yeah, I, I um, in the past I have stopped plugging, but I actually did put out some new content. I just had a particularly good Goodwill run the other day, so I decided to review all that. If you like Nerf or anything related to that, or just, I mean, I do review. I did review one Pop-Tart on my channel, and it went, about as well as you might can imagine. Uh, that was a funny video. It, it 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 was funny record. It was fun recording it too. Um, but yeah, so uh, my channel's Colio Jenkins. It's spelled C O L I O Jenkins J E N K I N S. And yeah, it's just me, just kind of hanging out in my basement. And it's just I tend to talk about Nerf because that's kind of my thing. Uh, you can plug anything you'd like in this point if you'd like. I'm going to plug us. Uh, don't forget, you can support us either through, we do have a tip jar usually. You can. There's a link available in the comments. Sometimes there is, sometimes there isn't. Um, and you can also support us through Audible. There's also sometimes a link in the comments uh, where you can get a free child to Audible. Um, and we do get a slight kickback for that. Yes. But yeah, uh, this is Cody. And this is Cole. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you. Talk at you later.